This is Steve Goodrich, known on the trail as Bird Shooter, and this is N2 Backpacking, a podcast for both hikers and backpackers. Hey backpackers, Bird Shooter here. Tonight, Dan Kreisberg joins the show to talk about how to raise an outdoor kid. Dan is a naturalist, teacher, and a writer with numerous books, articles, and newspaper columns to his credit. Many are focused on teaching children how to appreciate the wilderness. So in the podcast tonight, we discuss hiking and backpacking with kids, taking a toddler on their first camping trip, mistakes parents make, and what to do before and after you hit the trail. Dan also tells us about his 40-plus years backpacking, how he raised an outdoor family, and about his hiking plans now that his kids are grown adults. Here's episode 80. All right, this is Bird Shooter. I'd like to welcome Dan Kreisberg to the show. Dan has... Uh, had a lengthy career as a naturalist, an avid hiker, and backpacker, and he has written numerous articles in a few books on the outdoors, has appeared in Backpacker Magazine, and is here tonight to discuss camping, hiking, and backpacking with your kids. Dan, welcome to the show. Great to be here. Thank you. Absolutely. So you're coming to us from Long Island, New York. Is that what I understand? Yes, I am. All yep. right. So uh, how's the what you're in the fall right now? It's probably beautiful weather up there right now. Oh yeah, the past um, actually the past month has been been great. We um, it's it's barely rained, which has been good. I'm a school teacher, so we've been able to keep the kids outside a lot more than usual. So we need that this fall. Yeah, we had big plans to go to the mountains this weekend, Dan, and uh, they just got sabotaged by a hurricane that's blowing up through here and it's taking us yeah. out for the weekend, which is a bummer. But uh, I'll I'll make up for it somewhere here in the next few weeks. I promise you. All right. Good. So I read on your website that you have uh, been backpacking for over 40 years. That's impressive. I, I have to ask the, the first question, and that is, when did it all start and where did you go? Um, well, it started, I guess. I got the idea or the inspiration. My family, we did that um, wonderful trip to the national parks out west, and we were in Yosemite National Park, and I know I've been interested in the outdoors and nature and birds and all that stuff as a kid. And I, and I just saw these backpackers leaning, I can still vividly remember, sort of leaning against um, the railing outside the store. And they were just, they just looked so cool. And uh, I really wanted to go backpacking. My parents, you know, they were take us hiking, but they weren't going to go up, take me camping or backpacking. So I convinced them when I was 16 to send me to like a backpacking camp and, one of those outdoor camps. And that was, you know, I learned a little, you know, learned some about it, but really what got me going is a friend of mine in high school, he was into it. I was, you know, so we just started going on our own and kind of learning for ourselves through um, mistakes and fun. And um, so yeah, high school really got it going in high school. Yeah. The school of hard knocks, no better teacher. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, you've been backpacking as long as I have basically. So I'm, I'm so curious to ask you, you know, early eighties versus now, yeah. You want to comment on how things are different? Well, um, what, I mean, equipment wise, I think the, the biggest thing is the clothes dry a lot faster. 
Yeah. You know, we used to go as, you know, wool and cotton and mainly wool, I guess, but everything just stayed wet. And I, you know, in the Northeast and the Adirondacks, I mean, it always rained. So just the fact that clothes dry faster, I would say it was a really wonderful invention. Agreed. Um, you know, and I guess not so much a gear thing, but, you know, having a little more money as an adult so that you could get some nicer equipment. That was overall a, a, a benefit. I mean, one thing, I guess the biggest, the biggest change though has been the ability to communicate, which says pros and cons, but you know, I used to go out for 10, you know, for long trips and you know, no one knew where I was or just who I was with, you know, and now, you know, the way that you communicate with people back home, I mean, I guess that would certainly be the, the biggest difference. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I remember in the earlier years trying to meet buddies at trailheads or, you know, a lot of times we'd have to meet in town at like a Burger King yeah. you know, that was 30 minutes from the trailhead. You know, if I had a friend coming from a few hours away and, you know, cell phones have changed that whole meetup situation significantly. Um, so you're dead on on that one. And I can tell you, too, being in the South, uh, as sticky and as wet and hot as it can be here, um, those quick dry clothes are, oh, yeah, what a godsend those are. No, yeah. no question. Do you have on that topic, are there, um, you know, if I had to say your your three pieces of uh, hiking gear that you've been most happy about innovations on, clothing is obviously one of them. What what would be the other two? Um, I guess the lightweight tents. You know that that's been, um, you know that that's an example. You know, I had a, like a, a Eureka tent forever, but then. You know, getting, you know, I just recently actually bought more of a lightweight tent. And it's like, wow, this is really nice. It stuffs into, you know, this tiny little bag, hardly kills anything. You know, the pole is, you know, your hiking pole is the pole for the tent. So that, that's, I thought that's been a pretty, pretty cool change. Um, and stoves. I mean, I guess, you know, I remember in the beginning, you know, you have, you know, who wanted to spend money on a stove? So we had a camp, you know, you have to find wood, have a fire, you know, the pot would get black, you know, and all that stuff. So actually, you know, having a stove, stove thing like a big deal when, you know, back in the, back in those days. Yeah. Those new pocket rockets, they hardly, yeah, hardly right. wear anything. <laughs> They're awesome. Yeah. Agreed. And I right. think of the old headlamps too. Um, I don't know if you remember yeah. the headlamps that had, you know, what three or four D batteries and a coal miner kind of contraption on the back of your head and a giant light on the front that, uh, you just had the flashlight in your mouth. After yeah, time. that's true too. Yeah. Another thing I just thought, and like, I guess another big thing is like now the options for not freeze-dried food but just you know going to a food store there's so many more options of easy things you know um you know different foods from different kinds of countries and places it's not just you don't have to just have pasta or rice every night yeah it's true easy things to boil and throw in the stove so i guess the food variety is uh has also changed a lot We've come a long way, Dan. I think you and I might be showing our age here a little bit, but yeah, uh, yeah. Ha- happy to be where we are in the uh, yep. in the 2020 year. <laughs> so, um, so you you reached out to me um, at the website um, with a, with a comment which I think is really accurate, and I just wanted to call this out. And you said that you know you know you obviously listen to a lot of podcasts. A lot of the podcasts out there talk about. Uh, long distance through hiking, epic backpacking trips to these exotic places. Um, but there's not a lot of focus on the, the basics, essentially. Um, you know, the, the hikes for those that have full-time jobs and a mortgage and, you know, the people that have to wait for their dreams to come true for one reason or another. Have you managed to pull off a through hike in there somewhere? Not, not a through through hike. Like I've done the long trail, but that was over a couple summers. 
you know, I've done the North Lake Placid Trail, which is a trail through the Adirondacks. That was also in sections. Um, I've done, it's not really a through hike, but up here in the Adirondacks, we have the 46ers, which are the 46 mountains over 4,000 feet. And that's kind of a, an achievement a lot of backpackers in this area look for. And so I finally did that, but that was over a lot of years. So yeah, I haven't done like that big, big through hike off all through yet, but, um, it's been more, you know, um, you know, this here, this here, that here, fitting it into all the other things, all the other good things that are going on. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, any way you can get it in. Right. So uh, yeah. that's definitely respectable. Um, is, is there anything at the top of your, your list to do that you haven't done yet? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to, on that list, <laughs> I guess. You're like me. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I've always dreamed of doing, you know, I guess from way back, I, you know, I saw, I really want to do the John Muir trail. I don't think I've ever, I don't really dream, and I guess super dream would be the Pacific Crest Trail, but in some ways I don't want to lock myself into one place. I mean, it just, I have, I guess in my dream dream would be like every month, <laughs> take like a one or two week trip, you know, just kind of following the season through the United States, you know, go to the Cascades and then go to the Sierras and go to, you know, can, you know, Canyonlands area, just kind of work my way around the country, you know, depending on the season is that, you know, it's hard to pick one, It'd be hard to just pick one place. Yeah, that sounds like a great way to explore yeah. the United States, actually. I, yeah, I like yeah. that idea. Yeah, um, I sort of, I, I did, I did imagine out some, and you know, sort of picked out which places to go, and did a little research on the trails, and you know, maybe, maybe someday, at least do some of them. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's, I've done some. I mean, yeah, well, I mean, Long Trail is is certainly, you know, not what is it now? Around two hundred and fifty miles somewhere in there. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 210 leaps to mind, but yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, so something I mean, it's like legit. Um, yeah. I mean, any advice? Because I, I, I completely support having, I'm a, you know, currently in the same situation as you are, right? I'm, it's not like I can just drop everything and take off for six months very easily. I could certainly do it. I'm not sure my wife would be here when I got back, right. but <laughs> um, any advice to someone that, uh, you know, aspires to even doing the long trail or, you know, some of these more manageable trails if they can get a couple right. weeks off work um, just on how to pull it off? Well, I guess, you know, you got to think how to put it. Every, everything depends on your priorities. So if you, um, you know, if that's something that's really important to you, then you, you can find, be creative and make the time. I mean, certainly, I guess, you know, for me, it's been some of the, the things that's made it easier is I'm a school teacher. So having summers off definitely allows for more time, sort of the balance between family and backpacking so i guess you know your career your job can can lend itself or make it more challenging depends on the the career and certainly being you know open and honest with your partner just say you know this might not you know this is really important to me and this is something i want to do it doesn't mean i don't care about my life here at home but and so i think having that kind of open and honest relationship with who with your partner and didn't um you know, staying, staying in shape. So when you get the opportunity, you know, having your equipment, I think just sort of those little things so you can take up, you know, take the opportunity when it presents itself. Um, you'd hate to like have this chance to go on a trip and you're not in good shape or you're not um, healthy or ready or injured or something like that. Um, yeah. That's so great I advice. You know, I mean, if you're not, in, if you're not in shape, you're never going to pull it off. Right. 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 Or it's, um, at least it's not as easy. It's not that you yeah. can't do it, but you right. know, it's, it's going to be harder. But you did touch on a, a topic I, I really wanted to focus on in this entire 
podcast, and that is hiking and camping with kids. And first off, you brought up a point which I think is relevant, right? Um, be open and honest about what you want, but it's not like you can't go with your spouse or you can't take your kids with you, and people do it all the time. For sure. So that would certainly be another way to approach it. Um, although maybe a little tougher on a six-month trip, but certainly on a two-week, <laughs> a two-week would be very manageable. Um, but I did notice that um, in your writings, and I know you, you do a lot of writing, that you had a lot of articles on hiking and camping with kids. I was really looking forward to uh, talking about that because we haven't had a subject uh, in the podcast uh, about that. And as someone that has raised kids myself and taken them out, in the outdoors many times. I really look forward to this discussion. Um, so l l let me start with the simple question, and this is, I think, an article you may have written, but um, what suggestions do you have for raising an outdoor kid? I think the you might just think big, biggest thing is you got to go outdoors. You got to take them outdoors right, right from the start. I mean, at my... Um, I knew it was really important to me that my kids would hopefully be into, into or at least somewhat into the outdoors and nature and exploring and hiking as I, you know, that was certainly a hope I had um, going into fatherhood. And so, yeah, we, you know, my wife too, you know, we just took them outside as much as possible. And I really wanted to introduce them and have them feel comfortable with the outdoors. So I think part of it is, you know, going places and remembering that when you're out there, that what might not be a big deal to you as far as what's interesting and amazing could certainly be a big deal to them. So, you know, catching a frog, um, you know, <clears throat> watch, you know, catching a worm, pill, but, you know, just every little thing that you might be kind of, so you got to just realize that to them, that's could be the most, that's the most amazing thing. So I think sharing their wonder and, and introducing them to it all, um, that you know, really might, and kind of going on their agenda. You know, if they wanted to stop and throw rocks in the stream for 20 minutes, but you really want to kind of finish the, you know, make the loop around the, the pond, you know, I would choose to sit there and throw rocks for 20 minutes. <laughs> and, um, and I guarantee you, know, you, they're going to want to throw rocks in the pond. Right. right. Oh, I know. That's big, you know, big. You know, if they want to play with the leaves, you know, and whatever it is, I think it's, especially when they're younger, just got to go, go at their pace. Like I, if you're, if you're, you're not really going so you can take a hike, you know, you're going so they can spend their time, you know, out there. And then sometimes they want to, they get it in their mind, but, you know, looking, you know, I was very, you know, roll over logs, look under logs, find small creatures, um, you know, get muddy, get wet, like have, um, you know, those, I think that's, you know, those are sort of general things um, is how I hope to. And then, you know, at home we filled the house with, you know, book, you know, picture books, you know, related to hiking and, you know, just nature in general. I know I brought, you know, I would tend to be you know, happy to buy them, you know, plastic animal toy, you know, whatever, like things that is, you know, the t you know, even t-shirts like, oh, here's a good t-shirt, you know, just, just try to, you know, surround them with nature inside and out. Yeah. This little bug magnifying glasses are yeah, always, things uh, like, you know, that's fascinating you know, for a kid. Yeah. How were you able to get them kind of fired up before they went out though? Right. I've, I've got some ideas myself, but, uh, you know, obviously you got to pre-sell the trip before you take them for the first time, whether it's camping, hiking, or backpacking. Any, any thoughts there? Yeah. Well, we, you know, we, this, we started off pretty young. So I think for a little bit, that's just kind of what we did. Um, and I don't know, you know, just, I think they just thought that yeah, this is what we do with dad sometimes. And, but, you know, in the beginning, the first few trips, especially, you know, I would certainly pr sort of prep them and read stories and 
we'd talk about what kind of food we could have. And there's certainly treats that we would have backpacking. Um, you know, we talk about where, you know, where we were going to go and what we might see and get them kind of hyped up on, you know, we're going to catch frog. I mean, I usually would play, especially in the beginning, you know, I was, I would pick places to go that was, you know, a reasonable distance to a, to a pond or a lake. And then, you know, we could just sort of set up a campsite for, you know, two or day, you know, two, three nights, whatever it was, and then just hang out, explore, day hike from there. Um, and it was always a place where there was, there would be a lot to do, whether it was throwing rocks in the water, catching frogs, building rafts that, you know, we, we didn't always cover that many miles. It was always more about just the time that we were out there. Yeah. I agree on two statements there. One, you got to give them something, right? You got to give them something to go to a waterfall, a yeah. swimming hole, um, a, a cool view where they're looking out over a big ravine where, where they won't fall off. Um, and then, um, you can't hike them too far. I, I definitely agree with, with those statements. I think my son started when he was five, which gets me to a question for you. You, you have two boys. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and they started at what age? Um, well, the, the older one, we, it was his second, no, it's like two years old, a friend of mine and wow. I took him. Well, the same friend, this is, that's cool. The same friend whose name happens to be Steve actually. Um, he, he came with, yeah, the first couple of times it, I didn't want to be the only adult, you know, just, you know, God forbid something happened to me. I don't think my two-year-old would I'd do so well. So, um, so the first couple of times we went, Steve came with and, um, so he was two. And then when Scott came along, my second son, I think, I guess he was probably, you know, two or three when he did the first bat. I mean, we did some car camping first. I mean, that's another good way to kind of introduce, yeah. um, introduce to do some car camping, but I would say Scott, was probably, you know, two or three when he went on his first backpacking trip with us. Yeah, I agree, I agree with the car camping strategy because my wife and I, we took our kids uh, when they were, my daughter was super young. She was still in a pack and play for sure. Yeah. But um, you can definitely do it, especially the car camping. Uh, if you got oh, facilities yeah. nearby with bathrooms and everything, it's um, it's a great way to introduce your kids to the out, outdoors. And man, I mean, I know you will share um the joy in watching a kid in a tent for the first time i mean the kids just eat the tent up right i mean they, yep, they, yep. they love every aspect of pitching it of getting inside it and um the campfire um yeah i agree yeah, I was gonna, yeah that was the yeah <laughs> campfires are a great attraction not maybe not when they're two or three but you know that's a when they're a little bit older like oh yeah like it's in hours just adjust you know you know, adjusting the fire, starting the fire, adding to the fire, collecting wood. Yeah. That, and those simple things, right. That you might, and the tent. Yeah. We even would sometimes set up in the backyard and just go play you know, the tent. They love the coziness, the home, you know? Yeah. Well, and you know, I guess you can sort of, um, you know, especially for someone super young, like the, you know, the, the two to five year old age, right. You can let them take a stuffed animal. You can get a big oh. fluffy pillow. You know, you don't have that, uh, advantage when you start getting in the backcountry, which brings me to my next question. Um, were that, were they hiking at that early of an age? Like when did you start taking them backpacking too? Well, you see, those are back those, you know, those are backpacking trips, but in say, we didn't go, you know, the first, you know, I don't know, until a certain age, like, yeah, we would hike in maybe two miles tops to a, to a lean to there's a lot. Oh, it's nice up here in the Northeast. Um, you know, there's a lot of lean tos. So, we would have a tent for the night, you know, like the cozy of the tent, but a lean-to is a nice shelter where you could kind of spread out. If it was raining really hard, you know, you could hang out in there. 
So we would just get to a lean to and, you know, I would just carry, I wanted them to be happy. So, you know, I was carrying a lot of, I always over carried, you know, toys or, I mean, there was always, just, you know, they're true loveys. You had to bring those, but other stuff and just, because I wanted to make sure they're you know, happy, even though 99% of the time they would just find stuff to do there. They didn't need anything that I, all that extra, but you know, I wanted to have the food they like. And so we weren't really going too lightweight, but slowly, you know, they could start to carry more. I didn't carry as much. Um, but yeah, I think it's important to bring, bring some of comfort, some of the comforts from home. Um, yeah, and I also want to throw in there too. I mean, when they get a little older, when I say a little older, five, six, seven. I mean, we, I usually let my son take just a real small little school backpack or smaller, yeah, yeah. just so they felt like they were contributing, which uh, made them feel important and uh, you know gave them the, the sort of essence of backpacking, right? Yeah, but, yeah, um, definitely. So um, curious to ask you too, Dan, like just about. Uh, in your opinion, just some mistakes that parents may make the first time they take their kids out. And, you know, you can speak to car camping, you can speak to hiking or backpacking, maybe all three would be, you know, good to cover. Yeah. Um, well, I think definitely a mistake that is made. And I, you know, it's just trying to go too far, too fast. You know, that, that you, you, in my mind, I had a place I wanted to get and, and, uh, you know, not, not willing to stop, you know, like, let's just get there. Let's just get there. Meanwhile, you know, there's this cool salamander on the side of the trail. Why don't we stop, you know, why are we stopping here? Yeah. So you got to, you know, I think just, um, going too fast, too far. Um, you know, you gotta be careful not to forget important items, <laughs> you know, my, uh, you know, on my, uh, one of our early, early trips, you know, I'll admit, I forgot the diapers in the car. Ooh, um, at that point though, he was just at night. It was just at night, but you know, it actually ended up being okay. Cause he made it through the first, like it was a good transition, but yeah. you, know, you just got to make sure, you know, you remember and everything. Cause you don't want to leave something behind. And I I've done that, you know, I've done that on my own stuff, you know, so you got to make sure you're not leaving anything behind. Um, but it is, you know, just, re- I guess just respecting, you know, their, you know, what they want to do. I guess that kind of goes along with don't go too far too fast. But um, I think that, you know, if you, they're, they're a partner in all this, even if, you know, even, even at a young age, you know, they're still, you know, you're working, you've got to work together. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I did spend some time working with the scouts, right? I mean, if you don't let your kids have fun, then you've missed the whole point of being out there. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah, I've yeah. definitely been around some of the, uh, leaders that uh, are super disciplinarian and um authoritarian and you know they, they don't let the kids have fun that's probably one of the biggest mistakes you can make you got to let yeah. the kids be kids and um i think you basically said that but and, and then, another thing i would add I would just add is you know you it's worth you know you want them to have the right the right gear for their age um you know no one's had you know, miserable if they're getting, I mean, they're going to get, you know, they're going to get wet and muddy and that thing's going to happen. But, you know, you, I've seen some kind of, I've seen families on the trail and, the kid, you know, it's pouring out and they're wearing jeans and a t- cotton t-shirt and they're just like miserable. It's like, you know, so I think you want to, you know, good rain gear, good boots. So, you know, there's, there can be, com- there can be comfortable. Yeah. You know, agreed. That's, you know, just cause you're willing to be cold and miserable because <laughs> you love it so much they might not be quite like that. Yeah. No different for them. You know, I think the other mistake I've seen too, uh, Dan, and 
I'm sure you'd agree. It's just, you know, sometimes you got to give kids responsibility too, right? Yeah. You know, you got to give them activities, responsibility. You can't, um, um, they, they want to feel like they're a part, I guess, of the whole, uh, experience, so to speak. Right. Yeah. So, and that's probably more true as kids get older, certainly as kids get into teenage years, but, um, just wanted to call that out. Um, did you do a lot of day hiking with, uh, with your boys before you started backpacking with them? Well, not, I would say really before we started backpacking, but you know, we did, uh, we did day, you know, we would do some day hikes. You know, we kind of had our little, you know, short preserve hikes, you know, like right where we live, you know, nearby, there's a lot of little preserves that you know, we go to, you know, an hour or two, you know, on the weekend. And then we would often go when we had a whole day, but not overnight. There's, there's a Bear Mountain State Park is uh, a yeah. little bit, uh, yeah. Appalachian and, um, Trail. The Appalachian Trail. Yeah. So we would, you know, that was sort of our day hike range. We'd go, you know, usually like one or, you know, a couple times a year, two, three times a year, you know, we go there for the day when they were younger. Did you take them um, through the zoo? Did they get to see the bears? Yeah, the we zoo? went to the zoo once. We had to go to the zoo once. Yeah, it's um, kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's, you know, the, uh, you know, then that, well, that's, I mean, we'll, we'll touch that. I mean, it gets, that's where it gets a little bit different. You know, then they go through another age, you know, where now they're starting to get involved in other activities on the weekends. And, you know, that's where you have to be, you know, also creative about, might not have time for a whole, overnight backpacking trip but you know let's go from let's wake up really early and come back late at least for the day yeah that's that's a great point because you know it's almost easier taking kids out when they're really young because oh, once once sure. yeah once they get into the teenage years they're doing stuff every weekend right yeah yeah um i mean to you have control of that but it's you know somewhat true um <laughs> yeah. hey so to get back to i kind of hint on this earlier but i'm curious to ask you you know before you would take a child out for the first time and you've got some good articles uh that i that i saw on your site about this but um what 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 recommendations do you have before you go well certainly have some smaller experiences you know spend some time day hiking or not even day, a whole day or you know just make sure they've been outdoors they've gotten muddy they've gotten you know they're they've had experiences so i think just whether you know in your neighborhood and you know, look, you know, find out what some of the local places are you can go to and just, just you know, spending time might want to set up the tent in the backyard and have a camp out in the backyard. Um, you know, help they can be depending on the age, like, you know, what would be some of your favorite foods and let's, you know, let's make a, a recipe or a plan of what we're going to bring and who's going to, you know, if they have some favorite toys, you know, who's going to, you know, just sort of keep them talking about what will be, you know, talking it up have them involved in the fun part of the planning and yeah, making sure that I, I suppose, I know, I don't think we ever had it, it, you know, consciously did this cause we, you know, I just had my kids out from so early, but I suppose, you know, that they're comfortable, you know, peeing in the woods, taking, <laughs> care, of bu- taking care of business that might, you know, yeah. um, that wasn't like a conscious decision I think for us. Cause we would say we started from the so early. Um, yeah, number two is even trickier, right? Like no, number number one's pretty easy, but number two that's is pretty a, easy. That's a little bit more intimidating for a kid, for sure. And I mean, and this would probably, you know, at any certainly as they get a little older, I mean, doing it with a friend, um, that I think can be, you know, that 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 definitely can be a plus. You know, if, they, if there's another, you know, friend of you know, friend of the family that they have kids your kids' age, you know, doing it together, um, you know, I think that they. If they don't have, you know, that that can be 
an, an attraction, something to play with. Yeah, it's, I think it's critical as the kids get older, yeah. especially. Yeah, once, well, once, then, yeah, yeah. Once yeah. they hit their teenage yeah. years, you got to have a friend with them. Um, yeah. I, I will tell you, and this is true for both my kids, but, you know, I let them pitch the tent in the house before we went out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I let them pack their own backpack. Um, you know, we, we did some guidance on the snacks, but I let them pick out all their own snacks. Um, you know, there, there's other fun stuff that kids just get really excited about like taking a fishing pole or binoculars or a cool, yeah. cool flashlight that has some, you know, admittedly annoying strobe lights or red lights <laughs> on them. But, you know, my kids love this skunk card game, which you can find at REI that is really fun too. But, you know, I think you got to make it fun for a kid because the reality is if you don't, man, they're not going to go back. Right. So, um, and now, I mean, you got to consider the, you know, where your, what your comfort level is with technology you know, um, you know, it would be really, you know, be different now, but even as my kids got older and, you know, they were the ability to watch a movie <laughs> while you're backpacking oh, became wow. possible, you know, that, that, you know, you sort of have to decide how you, you know, how you feel about that. Cause now, especially I can't, you know, if you have really you know, young children, you know, what are you, what are you comfortable with? So that, you know, it's not necessarily one thing right or wrong or bad or worse, but, it's, um, you know, in some ways it's an opportunity to get away from all of that, but you know, there's also something kind of cool about cuddling up in the tent, watching a really cool movie with your kids. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, it's not, not, it's not inherently wrong to, to do that. And then, um, so, so, but you know, something to consider. Yeah. What, I mean, whatever gets them out there, I guess. Uh, what, I mean, what about teenage kids? Cause I think you were, you were hitting on the topic of electronics, which I think is super relevant, especially with teenagers and the way they're attached yeah. to their phones these days. Um, I mean, what do, what do you do to, uh, I'm just thinking of my own teenage kids, right? You know, they, <laughs> they get so distracted with school and, and their activities to keep them going out. So you, you kind of get the kid involved as a younger, you know, maybe, uh, maybe five to, uh, 12 year old but how do you keep them going out i guess that would be the question yeah well i mean hope hopefully you know they're so into it they just keep want to keep going that's the dream um you know i think for for my guys you know some of was a little bit of this is what we do you know at some point in the summer dad's gonna we're gonna go backpacking and i i think you know they at some point they would have said no if they really didn't like it so there's sort of that's part of our routine of our family um, you know, I think the channel, you know, we also started to like think a little bit bigger. We went out West, you know, we like, let's, let's do something a little more, spe- you know, it had a little more of that backcountry spectacular view channel, you know, physical challenge, you know, that, that was more, became more of a motivation. Um, you know, I, you know, it was nice having two, you know, I, I have two boys, they're, you know, basically two and a half, you know, two and a half years apart. So, that was sort of a built-in friend to always go with that you could both annoying and great. So that, I think that <laughs> helps keep, you know, yeah. they would, they would entertain each other as, as also complain about each other. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's gonna I, happen. yeah They're teenagers. Yeah. It's going to yeah. happen. You know, and we had to have, you know, some, some kid, I don't, you know, did let them, you know, eventually I did let them know we could, you know, bring an electronic device so we could watch a movie you know, we, you know, I limited it and you're sort of at night in the tent, some ways, you know, okay, you can read a story, look at a book, watch a movie, you know, it's kind of felt that that was, that was okay. Um, and sometimes, you know, try to work it out where a friend, 
you know, we didn't really, and my friend, Steve, his son, he, you know, we would backpack a lot together, but then as we, everybody got older, we didn't do so much of that. Um, so they didn't really, we did some day hikes with some of their friends, but unfortunately we didn't really have a friend, another family friend that really wanted to backpack. But, uh, yeah, you know, and it, but yeah, I guess it was definitely more, more, more adventurous when they got older. Um, but it was a little harder as you know you did have to get into the like i would you know, do they really want to go anymore you know do they rather be with their friend you know it was yeah you know, it's a different it's a different balancing act yeah what do, what do they say with boys right it's the it's the uh fumes it's the perfumes and the car fumes they get they start getting distracted when they get a certain age yeah, yeah. but uh <laughs> yeah i mean one, one thing that i noticed with uh you know with a lot of when, when the kids started getting older and um went on trips they just want responsibility you know they want to put the tent up by themselves they want to cook yeah. dinner by themselves they want to um they they want to take control right so by doing that it seemed to um you know keep at least my kids engaged and keep them going out and i've got a boy and a girl so mm-hmm. um that that has helped me but um and then also just giving them the opportunity to kind of plan the trip you know buy the buy the food cook the meals give them some ownership. I think that goes a long way too, but you know, just a c- couple ideas for listeners out there that may have a teenager that uh, is yeah. getting distracted by the millions of things that happen in junior high and high school. But um, I think sometimes they, whether they realized it or not, I think when we would go out on something, it was a great opportunity to like not be in high, you know, not have to, you know, for at least a few days, you know, you're just, you didn't have to think about all that pressure of school and do it. You know, you could kind of be, a, even when you're 15, like, oh, you know what? I can be a little silly now because my peers aren't here. So, if I, you know, I used to love catching frogs and it's okay because, you know, I could do that again. And I think there was a little bit of relief of being able to kind of be themselves. Yeah. Um, when, we, when, you know, when, we were out, when we were out there, like, you know, it's okay to do the things that you used to do, um, even though you might not do them as much at home. Yeah, you know, I, I guess we kind of touched on this too. I mean, and this is going to backtrack a little bit, but um, so I mean, if you had if you had your kids out of two, you obviously went backpacking with them when they were in, in diapers. Um, any, any suggestions just for camping with a baby or backpacking with a baby for a very very young child, whether it's uh, you know in a, a campground with facilities or actually going into the backcountry. Well, I never say you'd want to have another adult, you know, if it wasn't your spouse, your, your partner to have a friend, I don't think you'd want to, you know, just for safety reasons and just something happened. So I made sure that whenever we, you know, that the first few, until I would say we always went with somebody with my, well, mainly my friend, Steve. And even when, you know, one time I hired a guide and it was pretty, the guide was kind of funny. I'm like, I just kept saying, look, I just need another adult. You know, I backpacked the time. I don't really need a guide, <laughs> but I just want another adult here. My friend Steve can't go. And so, so at first he was like, well, I, what do you want me to do? I'm like, I don't know. I just need you to be there. <laughs> some, somebody out. to get your back, basically. In case, well, in case something. But then he's like, well, you know what? I can, you know, then he started saying, well, we can, here's all the things that I can offer. We can do. I'm like, oh, okay, you know what? Yeah, that would be fun. So we did, we did all these cool canoe things and, awesome. and uh, other stuff. So, you know, it's not, you know, guys aren't cheap but it isn't that's another thing i think you know if you want to do some backpacking maybe you don't have as much you know maybe you're not as comfortable or you don't have someone else to go with you know i would say that that, that is definitely and you know they might have equipment and, and 
knowledge that you don't have that allows you to do something really you know different that um, you might not otherwise do. So that was that was good experience. Um, yeah, I think guides also kind of you know it, it brings something else to the equation for the young kid, right? You know, somebody else for them to kind of look up to, yeah, and listen yeah, to. It's not their definitely. parents that they may listen to more. Um, yeah. I, I will yeah. say if, if you've got a baby, uh, the wet wipes and Ziploc bags are probably your best asset in the world. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, any, any one that has a, a very young child too, if you've ever seen the kid backpacks, um, that they sell you know, all over the place, but you know, you can put your child in a little backpack, carry your kid on your back or even on your front. But, um, I guarantee your child will fall asleep in like 15 minutes after they play with your sunglasses and pull your hair and everything else but that that's an option as well yeah there's a lot more i mean i haven't bought i don't shop for it anymore but i just see in the in the various catalogs you know the equipment they have the equipment they have now for backpacking with kids definitely there's a lot more you know child size sleeping bags you know these you know there's tents that have like lights in the poles you know there's just definitely more gear that that's gear oriented towards you know, families going with young children. Yeah, back always, back yeah. to our '80s conversation. Things have definitely worked in the favor of the outdoor person if you're willing to take <laughs> advantage of it. Yeah. Um. So. So here's another question for you. Um, I, I know you've been on trips before, and this is going to shift to the front country. Although it could technically apply to the back country, right? And that is where you're in a campsite. And you've got really, really annoying neighbors next to you. And it may probably more likely in a campground, like a right. state park or somewhere like that. Although I think the state parks do a pretty good job of trying to keep that under control. But any suggestions on how you can be a good camper? So let's say you have two kids, maybe more. They're very young. They're excited. They're running around. You know, how do you keep them from driving the people next to you nuts? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess, you know, you want to, I think most people see kids outdoors are pretty happy about that. So I don't think, um, yeah, I mean, I just, you want know, I guess I've been running into that too much. Just kind of keep them busy though. I, once we were backpacking, I guess, I guess my kids were a little loud in the morning. I didn't think so. Cause when we got on I'm when we signed out of the register, someone had written something like, you know, keep your kids quiet or something like that. So I guess you do have to be in the mornings, you know, more likely to be up the, up the nearby campers. So just, you know, you know, keep in mind that, you know, general courtesy, like, you know, we're just cause you're up doesn't mean everybody else wants to be up. But, um, yeah, great. I that, yeah. I, I think it, it, dep- it depends on the campground too, right? Some, yeah, some yeah. sites are on top of each other. Some are spread out. I, I, I can, mean, we, I definitely would in picking campsites and, and when we were going to, sorry when you're car camping you know I, I was looking for the remotest campsites at the car camping place as possible you know partly because i wanted to be away from people and also so that you know if they're running around or doing things they're not going to bother anybody yeah and i can tell you from having gone through the scouting organization right like we always tried to keep the number of kids that we had to a reasonable size yeah. Which is a big step. And then if we had a big group, we would get a group or um, pioneer campsite, which a lot of state parks have, at least in the south. So you could book a site that was away from everybody that, uh, you know, you were all on your own. Uh, or or we just we would take the group out and run them ragged, you know, take them yeah. on a long three, four mile hike 
And so when they got back to the campsite, they were so damn tired that they, uh, you know, they went straight yeah. to bed. So, you know, those are some ideas if, 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 you know, if you're trying to think through how to manage that. But, um, so what, well, let's talk about safety. Cause I think I saw one of your articles dealt with kids safety. Um, and, and you can probably apply this to front country or back country, but, uh, what, what thoughts do you have there? Well, I, yeah, I mean, Jeff, you know, safety's no, you know, no, no one wants to get hurt and you certainly want to, um, you know, that's a great way to ruin a trip for everybody. And they've also a great way to, if you're, you know, they might not want to go back. So, um, you know, you got to keep, keep that in mind, you know, certainly helps to take some level of first aid. So you've got some preparedness and make sure you have your first aid kit with some, you know, good ba- the basics in there and um, know how to use it. You know, the kids, you know, depending on the age, I was just like, wanted them to know where the first aid kit was located in the backpack in case, you know, I wasn't able to, um, you know, help them with that. I mean, that's, you know, at this point, you know, I do this, you know, I bring a satellite phone if I'm going for more than two nights. So, I mean, if I was going with the kids at this point, you know, or even towards the end, you know, when they, you know, we had a satellite phone and I always show them how to use that. And I guess trust, I mean, there's, I, I always had this, you know, when they were, when they got to the edge of something or they were doing something, I would just feel it in my, I mean, I would feel a physical feeling in my stomach. They're like, wait, and just to listen and to listen to that. Um, and not, those are parental, parental instincts. Right. And there's, you know, there's enough fun to be had without doing something dangerous. You know, I think that, um, you know, in the end, you know, for climbing, if, you know, we've, you know, we were climbing, um, we did one 14,000 footer in Colorado and it was getting, you know, at the, you know, towards the top, you know, the young Scott was definitely, and, you know, as much as we want to get to the top, no one's going to really care, if, you know, did we get to the top, not get to the top, you know, we end up getting to the topper, but you know, you just got to keep that in mind. There's, you know, you want to come back and you know, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. You got to definitely, it's, it's important. <laughs> come, you can't get careless come. You know, with the, with the fire, you know, you know, it's great for kids. I think to play that play in the fire, but you know, you know, learn about campfires and they can be involved, you know, or, or whittling with a knife. That was a big popular thing oh. for a few trips. Oh yeah. You know, but you, you know, those are, um, that, know, gotta, that whittling with a knife, you definitely got to stay on. You got to manage yeah. that. Like, uh, you know, like nobody's business, but I will tell you, I mean, I think the biggest dangers for kids actually are falling or drowning just like they are for most people in the wilderness. Yeah. Or yeah. um, just getting lost, probably for somebody that's really young. Yeah, so, we talked uh, about that. You know that you know if you know, if you ever got separated, you just you know hug a tree, just stay in one spot, hold that tree, and someone will find you. You know, and we, so we did talk about that when they were younger. That you know if you stay in one spot, and that you know there will be people searching for you, and even if it's someone you don't know, if they're you know sort of an official person with the, you you know that's different than, you know, so, you know, fortunately I, w- I mean, we never had, you know, a couple scratches here and there, but no, no, no serious injuries in my, in my guys. Yeah. We, we, uh, we had a system in scouts with the buddy system, right? So they all had a buddy. They couldn't do anything without their buddy. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's one way to kind of approach it too. But now, but now your kids, Dan, they're, they're grown up, right? So yeah. uh, are they college age now or past? No, they're out of, out of college. <laughs> wow. 
Man, it goes. Well, one's one's in law school, so I guess he's sort of in college. It goes quickly, huh? <laughs> yes, it does. Faster than you would ever believe, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's a cliche, but it's true. I mean, are you able to get them out on backpacking trips now? Yeah, and, um, yes, actually. The older one, no, we haven't gone since he went to college, and that's you know, and that's fine. Um, the younger one, actually, this summer, you know, he was stuck in the house <laughs> because his plan, all his plans didn't come to fruition. So he was living with us this summer, and I was like, "Hey, you want to go backpacking?" I was just kind of saying it, just because I was going. I was like, "You know, maybe he wants to go," and he said, "Sure, I'll go." So we we had a we had a night out, and that was that was that was great. I'm gonna. I'm gonna push it for you know next year. I turn sixty. I think they should you know the young one. I think young one's kind of injured. He'll go. I'll have to push the older one a little bit. It's been a while since we've gone on any kind of big, on any kind of big trip. Yeah, I mean, how is it different now that your kids are grown up when they go on a trip with you? I'm just curious because it you know it changes kids grow so quickly, and the experience that you have with them in the wilderness changes right as as they change. So what's it like going with a college age? or older child yeah. or kid. I mean, well, they're, they're a young yeah. adult. They're not even a kid anymore. Right. Right. Well, you know, he was, um, I mean, unfortunately he only went for about 24 hours. Oh, time. well, you still got you him know, out though. We still, I still got, we still got out there and it was, you know, it was, it was great. I mean, it was nice. It was all, it was, it was nice for all the same reasons has always been nice that. Yeah, man. The, I hear the you. pace, the pace slows down. Um, you know, you're not, you're, if you're doing some kind of, even, even in a, even that shortened version, you know, if you're, you know, you know, you walk until you feel like you don't want to walk or, you know, you're playing some, you know, it was like great when they were younger, you're like, you just, you know, you could do things until they didn't want to do them anymore. And you didn't have to always, all right, let's stop. Now we got to do this. Like, you know, at home, you might say, all right, can't stop. You know, stop doing this. We got to go do this. Got to do that. You know, just that pace slowed down and, um, you know, just walking down the trail, listening to them talk. Um, yeah, I could do that for miles, you know, just whatever they happen to be on his mind and he's talking about it and catching up a little bit. Cause you know, had, you know, don't get to see him as often. So, um, and hopefully, yeah, hopefully next summer they'll want to do something else. Maybe this fall. Yeah. It's good. Good yeah. time with the family there. Do you, I mean, yeah. so here, here's a tough one. And I thought about this when I was kind of proposing the question to you, do you have a favorite memory? And that's really a hard question, right? And, yeah. And, um, but, Should I have more than one favorite, or is it? I gotta pick I, one. You know, you know what? Go for it. You know, <laughs> share them all if you want. Well, I guess you know, as far as you know, being with them, and um, I, I guess the one, one, what you know, well, we've more than one. But anyway, when they were, you know, nine or ten, maybe we climbed Mount Marcy, which is the highest peak in uh, in New York, and that became quite an adventure because the bears stole our food this first night out. So I was devastated. I thought we we're gonna have to pack, you know, camp out, you know, hike back out, the trip's over. You know, so we kind of sorted through what food was there. There was, you know, I thought, all right, you know, there's enough. There's enough for them. I could be hungry, we'll make it. You know, so we, you know, we we continue on the trip, even though we had very little food. You know, some people nearby, you know, gave us some food, you know, because they were hiking out and they saw what happened. And my my older son's like, wow, people are so nice out here. I'm like, oh, that's exactly it. But, you know, we ended up climbing, we ended up climbing the mountain. And now that, that was like, you know, you know, just these, you know, little guys and we climbed, you know, climbed Mount Marcy. So that was really cool. That was a great day. Um, 
when they're older, I'd have to say one of the, like, you know, might be a top 10 day is we went to, I love, so, you know, Canyonland, Southern, you know, Southeastern um, Utah. So we had gone out there once before, my boys and I, and that trip, you know, got cut short. So now we were coming back out there. They're in um, eighth grade, Zach's in eighth grade. And so got, I got this whole great trip plan. We're redoing the, you know, we're, we're going, it's going to be this great trip. But then some of his high school, his middle school best friends are there with their families are also coming out. And I have to say, selfishly, I didn't want to hang out with their family. I wanted to go backpacking, but these guys were going to like a hotel spa kind of oh, place. Yeah. Oh, you know, terrible. So I'm trying to figure this out, but I know my, you know, Zach wants to be with his friends and I want to, you know, what are we going to, what am I going to do? So I actually arrange it that we're going to, we're, you know, the boys and I, my family, we're going to go backpacking, but we're going to meet up with this, with this, these two other families in the Canyon to do some canyoneering. So like I found a guide and I make all these arrangements. And so like the second, you know, this, the third day in my, my boys and I, we meet up with these two other families in this Canyon in Arches national park. And then the guide comes in from another spot to do this day of canyoneering yeah it was just an incredibly it was such an adventure such a cool day so much fun they got to be with their friends doing this amazing thing you know when the when the day was over you know zach scott and i we just went back to our tent they went back to their hotel <laughs> that was so cool we just like split off on the trail wow they were going out we were going to hotel and then zach was so you know even you know that night you know zach was just so pumped up about the whole thing so that was just like this great blending of him being able to be with his friends, but also we were able to be in the back country. And then, um, and then I guess, yeah, then we, we did climb one 14,000 footer in Colorado and that was, you know, a spectacular trip just to, you know, take, you know, we took four days to do it, took our time, but you know, just to be up there and that was, that was amazing. You know, our interview got delayed because I just got back from Colorado on yeah. uh, the Colorado trail. So uh, definitely respect that. That's awesome. Well, it is pretty cool I, that my young Scott, the one that I did camping with this summer, he and some high school buddies are doing an Airbnb in Colorado. Um, I think it's in Silverthorne. I don't know if that, I don't know. And um, so they've been doing a lot. He's been doing lots of hiking, climbing some mountains, saw a moose. Yes. He saw a moose yesterday. Awesome. So there he's, he's getting out there. That'd be the time of the year for it, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. If I could give you one on my own son. I think it was the first time I took him out. He was five on a backpacking trip. It was really cold. It was right before Christmas, uh-huh. which, which believe it or not, in North Georgia, we, I mean, it can be really cold. It can snow. I mean, I think it was below 32 for sure. And we had wow. a large tree that fell across the forest road. Um, we had to get a uh, – somebody had like a little small hand axe and um, – I had a, uh, a Sven saw and we were able to cut through it, but, uh, yeah, that will, that will stick in my mind for eternity. And, uh, yeah, there's so many good experiences, so many yeah. good memories. And I, and I will cherish for sure all the moments I've had with both my kids out in the wilderness. What, what do you miss? I mean, yeah. now your kids are grown. What do you miss most about hiking with, uh, hiking with them? Well, I miss the time. I mean, the time with them and the time where, you know, now a lot of times, you know, you catch up with your, when, 
you know, you're just sort of catching up with, all right, what'd you do? You know, what have you done the past couple of days? What have you done this week? What about, you know, you're just that kind of catch up talk. You're not into just like talking and, and like, um, so I missed that. I missed the pace, you know, where you, when they were little, you know, let's say they're playing in the sand and they would just play in the sand until they didn't want to play in the sand. And then we would go, you know, climb a tree and then climb, you know, you know, it wasn't just that sort of freedom of, of activity and movement. Um, and, you know, it was great to see them have some freedom, you know, that they, that they don't, that they don't always have. Um, it's fun to just eat, eat junk food sometimes because yeah. you're out backpacking. Oh it. man, you earned it. Um, yeah. You know, I, I guess but I, I just keep coming back to just the, the pace of time that, that there wasn't always, there wasn't as many have tos and, uh, and, you know, also just seeing beautiful, beautiful things that you have someone to share it with. Yeah. That's a great you point know, like, too. Like, you know, just, you know, look at that, look at that. And just be so excited about it. They'd be so excited about it that, you know, that look in their eyes when they caught a snake or when they, you know, saw, saw you know, saw something that just caught, you know, that intrigued them and then you know, sort of sharing that with them. Those, um, yeah, I miss, I miss, I miss all that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hear you You're getting me worked up here. I, I miss yeah. actually, I miss the constant energy. The the constant yeah. the constant just running around the wanderment you know they they just yeah. they they're so amazed by everything, um, and just their enthusiasm about a hot chocolate or a s'more around a campfire yeah you know I yeah. mean yeah. and those are gone for me too my kids are both in the teenage years now uh-huh. but uh, anyone listening uh, Dan and I both both are are telling you man uh, grab these years while you got them because they're yeah. they're gonna go quickly and you'll think yeah. about them the rest of your life. What what do you think your sure. kids uh, miss most about these years, like with you? I mean, I mean, have you ever talked to them about that? Yeah, that that I have thought about asking that. I don't know. If, maybe I don't want sure what the answer or not. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, the younger one's a little more outdoor oriented still. My the older one, you know, he's you know, more. But though he he's you know not. In the in the in the I guess obvious way to outdoors though um, he is planning to do a lot of skiing this winter so you know who knows that that'll that'll lead to him um, so you know I yeah I did not have to ask him I think that I'll have to go and ask them like what what are their memories and what do they think of it and how much of it was just oh this is what dad wants to do <laughs> yeah maybe that maybe that doesn't come back to you till they're in the thirties right like yeah you know, dad you remember when right yeah yeah, yeah. that um, could be. So, I mean, how, how is it different when you go out with, uh, with a friend or, you know, and you're not with your kids? Yeah. I mean, I can definitely give you some comments there myself, but, um, I mean, what, what, I mean, I guess that's pretty much how it is for you now, right? Cause your kids are doing their own yeah. thing, but yeah. Um, well, it's good in a different way. I mean, there's no, there's, to me, there's never been a bad backpacking trip and, you know, there's no one way to backpack. So I mean, in some way, you know, there, even though I you know, love going with my kids, there was always that little element of pressure, like that they were enjoying themselves, that they weren't getting hurt. Yeah, you, know, you were sort of in charge of them and to keep track of them. So, you know, that was, was a little bit of pressure. When you're going to go with my friends, you know, they can take care of themselves. So it's a little more, you know, in a way it's more relaxing. Um, yeah, I totally agree know, with that. That's a, that's a the, very accurate statement. And um I mean, well, and the guys that I, you know, backpack with, we've been backpacking, you know, like I said, that guy, Steve and this other friend, John, you know, we just know our, our routine so much. Um, we know what that, um, 
we talk about all our kids though and all the past backpacking trips so we, we relive them in a way we, we, re- we reminisce about um our, our past adventures with our children also i'll spend the rest of my but, life doing that i can tell you that yeah yeah you know, um there's so it, yeah but it, it's different but it's just it's just good it's just good in a different way it's yeah. not um it's just different. I totally agree. I know what you're saying. Believe me, I got gotcha. you. What 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 resources can you suggest for uh, parents maybe taking their kids out on a on a trip for the first time, camping, backpacking? When I mean resources, like I'm really talking about uh, websites, books, yeah, groups, you know, those sort of things. Well, there's yeah, there's a um, a lot of information. I you know. Um, other than, of course, yeah. your numerous articles, yeah, which we're yeah. going to talk about in a second. <laughs> right. There's, um, yeah, because I wouldn't say that I have, like, because I haven't really looked for my own kids so much, but I know that, you know, almost everywhere you turn, I mean, there's podcasts now about hiking with children. There's, you know, certainly, you know, um, there's resources at REI. You know, I, I guess in terms of equipment, and there's all this great gear these days. But, you know, if you have a local hiking club, like, a, you know, wherever you, you know, wherever you are, you know, Sierra Club or the Appalachian Mountain Club, I mean, I think, you know, there you're, I think that'd be a great place to start because there's, you know, they're a nonprofit, you know, you're not you're just kind of getting that there's un, un, unbiased information. That's, that's where I would start. But certainly, you know, every city these days has a local hiking club and, you know, you go on, you know, obviously you can just go on the internet and find a ton of stuff, but I, I would look for like a local hiking club and get, you know, kind of get going from there. Before I give you a chance to pitch all your own articles, I just want to call out a few other organizations. So obviously we talked about the scouts, the YMCA has the Indian guides, REI, as you mentioned, has a ton of resources. And uh, I got to give a little promo to Mountaineer Books, who mm-hmm. is the publisher of my personal book, Hiking and Backpacking in the uh, Georgia and South Carolina, but they've got a whole series on hiking with kids and children. So, as you said, lots of good resources. Yeah. But let's get to you because you've got a lot of good articles here. Um, what what's your most popular? Um, well, I guess I'm not sure. I guess yeah, I don't, I'm not sure she's the most popular. I guess I have to. Um, I think I've gotten as far as I guess over the years. I've I wrote a couple books about teaching kids about the environment and teaching kids um about environmental issues so you know i think i guess those would be the most popular as far as you know um as far as sales that are just even you know people um i guess those it's and um you know i do have a website um dancreesberg.com witness to the wild and there i have my essay, you know some essays about my experiences outdoors and my experience with my kids um there's some also some articles about like games you can play on the trail wait Things you can do in an article about things you can do in your backyard to make it more of a, a play area for kids that a play area, not in a traditional way, but in the get dirty and grubby and find creatures, that kind of a play area. So there's some ideas, ideas for that. Um, so hey, wh- wh- can certainly wh- check that out. What's, what's the wild moose chase all about? I, I like that title. That sounded interesting. Uh, yeah. Well, it was about this, um, this boy, these two boys are, are going out and they want to, they really want to see a moose and they're, you know, crashing around in the woods and bash, you know, and making all this noise and kind of, and you no, know, don't, don't find the moose. And then 
finally they're just exhausted and they're tired and they're just sit and they just stop and sit. And while they're just sitting and resting, you know, the moose appears. So they realize that it's better to just sit and watch and supposed to just bash and crash it around. That's kind of how it works. That's reality, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh for sure. I like sure. that. That's a good lesson. Yeah. What what what's your personal favorite? I I know you've written a lot. Um, well, I guess book wise would be the Wild Moose Chase. Um as far as you know what um What what about article? Yeah, yeah, it's hard to get like once I try to think. I usually with the few last question like this, I just go, what was the first one to leap to mind? But I, I guess the one you know, I wrote one about the when the boys and I climbed Mount Marcy. Um, and that I, I guess that would have, you know, that, that summed up a lot of what I'm my hope is, you know, that you know, I don't know, maybe other you know, fathers might hope that their kids become, you know lawyers and doctors and I hope my kids do stuff like that but I just want I was hoping my kids wanted a backpack and so it's sort of that that goes into the essay and uh and you know what the whole adventure of how we you know lost our food but we you know made it through so I guess that'd be my favorite yeah you, I know you wrote some columns uh for some you know I guess newspapers right and what, nature ranger nature dag can you talk about those yeah I mean those are that was a while ago but um the Newsday is the newspaper here on Long Island, and they had a, a nature dad. They had a, a series for a while um, about nature on Long Island, and I, I was nature dad, so I wrote you know a column for that about different activities and and ways that parents could you know get their kids interested in nature. Um, but unfortunately, those are I don't know what happened to those on the web. They're like you're they're, they're inaccessible in some place of Newsday. So um, I wish people could see them. Yeah, it's kind of cool though. But I also saw yeah. that you wrote for, uh, you know, I am a subscriber to Backpacker Magazine. I have been for God knows how long, yeah. man, probably thirty years. Uh, I saw you were in Weekend Wilderness. That was pretty cool. You had like a Canada trip there, right? Yeah, well, way way back, I went to um, Algonquin National, well, Algonquin Provincial Park, in in uh, in southern in southern Ontario, and uh, yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, you felt like back, I don't know, you know, back in the Explorer days, that was a great trip. And so, yeah, I wrote a little article about that. Yeah. We've actually got a cabin, um, up in that area that I go fishing oh, really? every wow. year and it crushed me. We couldn't go this year, but, yeah. um, anyway, it is what it is. It's now surrounded by Indian land. Oh, but, cool. Uh, yeah, I'd love to go back, back it's, there. It's beautiful country, I guess is what I'm saying. I completely yeah. understand why you, um, wrote that article. Do you, so you plugged your website a little bit do you have any social media that people can follow you on <laughs> i probably should um no i don't i'm not i gotta yeah i've got i probably should work on that but no i don't have i i don't <laughs> go to my website okay um, all right and say that one more time just for the list um dancreesberg.com okay and it's witness to the wild witness to the wild that's easy to remember yeah so before we close out here um you know, you've been doing this for a long time, like I have. So I got to ask you your most favorite place to hike or backpack. Does not have to be in the United States; can be anywhere. But um, if you don't choose U.S., then give us an international in U.S. Yeah, no, it'd be the United States. Um, I guess would be southeastern Utah, um, somewhere in the canyons, and the Sierras. 
but I really, yeah, those, I guess, yeah, those two places. I'm okay. thinking the Cascades would be up on the list. I just have to have to get there. So you're going um, west. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I would say the west. Yeah. All right. I, I try, yeah. I'm, two, I, two, two totally different western climates I just want to call out, which is interesting. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I'll no, like I, 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 I like how New York State's got incredible places. Um, yeah, but I just, it's, there's something about the west. Yeah, <laughs> uh, agreed. I totally agree. <laughs> So if you if you had to pick the state where you had your most ultimate backcountry experience, would it be Utah or California? Or or I'm not going to Colorado. Yeah, no, I, um, I don't want to pencil you in. You can call whatever you want. I guess I would. Yeah, man, these are tough questions. I guess I would say Utah. Well, I don't know. We'll go with Utah. You can it's hard. Utah, all right. What about with your family? <laughs> well, your family was with you. You had to call a state where you had your best experience. Um. Yeah, well, I guess that I would go with Colorado because yeah, Colorado, Colorado, and Utah. Okay, all right. Yeah. I, I'm a fan of both, so I mean, yeah. I just like to be outside. You you couldn't yeah, make yeah. me unhappy probably anywhere, but um. No, that's that's the key being outside. Yeah. Well, I mean, so you and I have been at this for a while. What do you think the biggest challenge that uh, we backpackers face these days? I think you kind of hit it on them earlier when you were talking about the uh, internet, cell phones, the you know access to information. But um, I'll let yeah, you. Yeah, I guess you speak. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess when you, I guess again, going to what first leaps to mind. I think, I, I guess I would say what you know, there's the kind of a range of challenges. I think, um, I guess as an older hiker. You know, I think there's just a challenge of, you know, staying safe. You know, you got to be a little more mindful of your physical abilities. Um, even, you know, like ticks. I mean, like there's, there's, you know, those are things that in every step to think about. Um, so I guess that's sort of the challenge of kind of growing old gracefully and what you can do and not do and not put someone else in any danger. Um, I think that a challenge is going to be to, as you know, interest in, is the pipe, you know, as people are less, maybe less interested in the outdoors, then I think there's a challenge in that we want to make sure that there's, I guess, for lack of a better word, consumer. So, you know, if not enough people are interested in backpacking, then there's less incentive for states in the United States, you know, places to preserve land. So I think, you know, we've got to make sure that there's more diversity in the people who go backpacking. So that there's more interest and more, you know, it's kind of hard to say to people, hey, you know, let's spend all this money and preserve all this land, but you're really not welcome here. So I think we got to, backpackers have to be open to that to make sure that there's a a lot of people interested in backpacking. So we've got a reason to keep all these places beautiful. Yeah, I think COVID-19 might have changed that a little bit. I think there's people outside more than ever right now yeah, because of yeah. the, the virus. But um, But, you know, I understand what you're saying. Any uh, any final thoughts? Just you know, if you want to give one one takeaway for someone that's going out with their uh, their baby, their kid, their teenager for the first time, um, just go. I mean, you know, as long as you, what's the worst that can happen? You come back early. I mean, you know, if you just, I would, you know, it, it's some ways it's pretty simple. Just you know, just go find find an adventure. Um, start small. But don't be afraid. 
you know, I, I guess what one thing I've learned recently is like, there's, you know, I sometimes have in my mind, like, it's gotta be this, it got it. It's kind of trip and that really there's no wrong way to backpack. So whatever works yeah. for you and whatever works for you and works for your family, that's backpacking, whether you go one mile or a hundred miles or whether you bring cell phones or not bring cell phones or whether while you're, you know, you're singing songs, you know, whatever you do, it's still, it's just, you know, there's no one way to do it. There's no right way. Yeah, um, you, as long you, as you're being, you know, as long as you're being respectful to the place and respectful to other people, but there's no, uh, you know, you know, just, just go. Just yeah, go. You, you're out there. You did it. <laughs> totally agree. Yeah. You know, I, I will tell you that, uh, you know, somewhere in there, I, I was having a conversation with someone else that uh, I spent a lot of time on the trail with, and you know, we were discussing the fact that uh, kids get really bogged down in activities, and you know, they yeah. could, they could do many many sports events they could do many many other events but in the reality you know if they just go backpacking with with their parents one time you know that that will be what they will remember 30 years from now it won't be that missed pitch it won't be that goal that they missed it won't be the uh the football they didn't catch it'll be like spending time with their mom and dad in the wilderness and I think that's probably the biggest message I could just give the audience here is that uh, you know that 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 is something your kids will remember for all time, for sure. Yeah. Whether you do it once or you do it multiple times. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I admit there was you know, sometimes I'd be we had some schedule, you know, there'd be in some sporting thing, and and I knew like, oh man, if they make the playoffs, then there's going to be a game on Columbus Day weekend, and no, please no. <laughs> so you know, you can skip things, you know, and. You know, you can, you know, it can be part of your figuring out when you can take your kids camping or hiking, you know, you can plan, you know, you don't have to do everything else. Like those should be priorities. Yeah. Agreed. I I think so. <laughs> uh, you, you and me are on the same page on that one, but Dan, thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate oh, it. I know you got a lot great. of experience in this uh, topic and, uh, it was great to have you. So thanks for reaching out and, uh, you know, I, I hopefully your kids will they're gonna hike the the long trail, the Appalachian Trail. Maybe maybe you've inspired them to do the long distance trails. We'll, we'll see. I'll have to I'll have to I'll have to interview them. <laughs> All right, man. Well thanks again. All right, well thank you. This is wonderful. Have a great one. Thank you for listening to the Into Backpacking Podcast. This is your host, Bird Shooter, wishing you the best for your travels on the trail. To subscribe to this show, visit iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app. And give us a thumbs up or a positive comment while you're there. You can also download shows directly from intobackpacking.com. Just click the podcast tab on the main menu. Music for this show was provided by Jerris under a Creative Commons license and is titled Hillbilly Anarchy. This show is a production of N2 Backpacking and is copyrighted by N2 Ventures Inc. For more information on this podcast or to provide feedback or comments on this or future shows, please visit us at n2backpacking.com. That's the letter N, the number two, backpacking.com.